0: At heart, I would have to say I'm a pantser. I fully embrace the chaos of letting the unintended happen on life and on the page. Margaret Stoll. Welcome to episode 45 of the Turn Right Podcast. I'm Caitlin, your host. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about the six biggest problems pantsers face and how to fix them. If you don't know the difference between a pantser and a plotter, it's quite simply pantsers immediately start writing when they get an idea they go off of a gut feeling it's a very intuitive and fluid process whereas a plotter is more careful it's more intentional there is a lot of pre-work that goes into the writing there's a lot of outlining researching and fully thinking about the idea before you decide to implement it some people are a combination of both some people do a little bit of plotting But not too much. Some people have, you know, less detailed outlines. Um, But some people are full on pantsers. And I think this episode is really for people that are mostly full on pantsers. I would consider myself a full on pantser. Um, I typically start writing whenever I hear the characters' voices in my head or I get the inciting event. Um, I might know some other vague details about the story, like the midpoint or the climax, but I certainly do not know the details. I just can see the golden arches. I don't see every brick that it takes to build them. And so that can create some problems for your story when that is the way that you approach it. I can guarantee you that plotters have other problems with their stories. I can't speak about those as much because that's not the way I write. And I always like to say this on any episode I talk about pantsing and plotting, there is no one right way to approach writing a story. Do whatever feels most comfortable to you. Some of the greatest writers of all time were pantsers, and conversely some of the greatest writers of all time were plotters. So it's like being an audio learner versus being a visual learner. It's just the way your mind works. So the first problem that I see pantsers really having, in this I would say is the biggest problem, is lacking the vision to finish the story. Pantsers are very visionary and imaginative people. That's why they get into writing, because all of these ideas are flowing throughout their brains all the time. Chances are, if you're a pantser, you're, not, you're an intuitive in the Myers-Briggs system, And that means that ideas sort of just come to you subconsciously. And that's why you're able to act on them and write about them in a way that seemingly involves no preparation. That's not actually true because your brain is subconsciously working out the details without you knowing it. But most times, you know, you're not going to subconsciously think out the detail of every single chapter. You're just going to know these main points. Like I said, you might know the character's voice. The midpoint, you might know the inciting event, but you have no idea what the plot points are. You have no idea about the details of the chapters. You have no idea who the red herrings are, what the arcs are of the minor characters. So chances are you'll get to a point in your story, whether it's 20 pages in, 50 pages in, or 70 pages in, and you will just feel like you cannot go on anymore because you don't have the vision to complete the story. When this happens, what do you do? How do you keep sticking it out to complete the story? There's a couple ways to approach that, in my opinion. One is to just keep going, to force yourself to keep writing, to put word after word on the page and set yourself a word goal, a chapter goal per day. And even if you seemingly have no vision or inspiration for doing it, as they say, the Water doesn't flow until the faucet's turned on. So you have to sit down and force yourself to write and the vision will come. And I definitely can attest to that. Actually, my current work in progress, which is about 74,000 words, um, I really didn't know anything beyond the inciting event and the main character and the love interest. Didn't really know anything else. Suddenly, I had developed multiple perspectives to tell the story from a really good arc for my second protagonist, a really good voice for her as well, and some pretty crazy um, subplots for minor characters, and it was all due to me sitting down day after day and forcing myself to hit word count goals. But sometimes this doesn't work. Sometimes you don't have enough information to go in this direction. And I found this happening to myself, especially whenever I was writing sci-fi. Sci-fi can be so complicated that I think some sort of outline can benefit you. But I know when pantsers hear the word outline, they feel very triggered. I personally feel triggered myself. I've seen people's outlining techniques online, and honestly, that makes me feel chaotic. Not just going off a vision in my head. Like, that's not chaotic to me, even though I'm such a planner in so many other areas of my life. But these crazy outlines that are like sticky notes from floor to ceiling, that makes me feel very, like, disturbed. Like, I'm doing something wrong. Like, that would just be so much work before you actually start writing the story. And so I don't mean that kind of an outline for a pantser to try. I just mean taking a step back, sitting down with your story, in really thinking about it. And just maybe jotting down in a notebook some more concrete details about your story. Try outlining from a really high level. I actually have a whole episode about this on different ways pantsers can outline their novels. Um, So go back and check on that episode if you want more details, but basically what you could just do is kind of either outline the character arc or outline the plot and pinch points. Just write a couple sentences about them, like for example, if your midpoint is character leaves America and starts an offshore financing company in the Bahamas, just write that sentence. It can be just as helpful to just clarify that, even if you kind of know it in the back of your mind, that will help you think about, okay, so what is the second pinch point? Is it that the Federal Reserve comes down and investigates what the character is doing? And maybe you didn't even think about that or the repercussions of this new business but then all of a sudden, because you could identify the midpoint, even though you're at the beginning of your story, because you just simply called out what the midpoint is, that might trigger you to think about more events for your story. It can also save you some time in the editing phase if you can really get those um, high level arcs of the story set in motion where you don't have to redo them because they don't make sense or they're uninteresting or whatever the case is. The second biggest problem pantsers have is repetition. Feeding the reader the same information in different ways. Because you do not know the ending of your story in detail, you may have some filler scenes. You may have some filler character actions, and that's okay. Honestly, that's okay whatever kind of writer you are in like the first draft. That's going to happen. But with pantsers, you can have especially a lot of repetition Because you aren't thinking through every little concept. So, what happens for me is that I may give a minor character more of an arc, more of a different role to play in the story, and then I may have actually told the reader that information somewhere early on. I didn't figure out how to integrate that into the story better, but as I get going, I might think okay that's better if this character reveals that information and then I can think of a scene or a way to integrate that into my story better. Um, So because I had already told the reader the information like way back in chapter three, I have to figure out how to eliminate that from chapter three, write something different, and then fully integrate that information into the character over the course of the next few scenes. This can be challenging. This can kind of delay your thought process and cause you to do more editing, really slow down the process. And you may not be willing to do that because you're just so excited about finishing your story. But you have to go back and eliminate these repetitious scenes. I think the easiest way to discover them is through the editing phases, uh, second, third, fourth drafts, when you can read everything through cohesively because that's how pantsers brains work. They look at the entire picture so whenever you go back and edit try to edit from an end-to-end perspective and you will naturally see those repetitious scenes and when you see everything from an end-to-end perspective you'll have a better idea of how to fix it essentially you can fix repetitious scenes by eliminating any of the scenes that may just be telling your readers information trying to integrate that into character arcs or integrate that into plot goals or just cut the scene entirely Don't be afraid to cut. Number three, I think this is a really really big problem for pantsers, myself very much included, and that is spending too much time in the editing phase. I can get a first draft done for a novel if I'm really disciplined, if I really love it, in like three months, which kind of sounds insane when you're talking about, you know, a 60-70,000 word story. But that being said, my editing process is a lot slower more cumbersome. I run into a lot of delays, issues with that, and editing can feel very fruitless and very discouraging. It can completely ruin the high of finishing the story. So how do you not get overwhelmed with editing or spend too much time doing it? Make your first draft better. That's the advantage plotters have is their first drafts are usually a lot stronger than pantsers' first drafts, but that's because they spent more time on it. So again, this kind of goes back to just thinking about your novel and slowing down that first draft and realizing whenever you think your story is kind of spiraling off in the wrong di- in the wrong direction the answer is not to continue to write the answer is to slow down and think about your book the answer is to compartmentalize really look at chapter by chapter scene by scene and make sure it's connecting to the scene before it make sure it has information that is a, that is of value To the reader, make sure it's not filler, make sure it's not boring. It's okay if you have a little bit of that, but if there is no clear path of how the character got from the plot point to the midpoint, then that's a sign that you need to go back and do some active editing in the drafting phase, which I know is a controversial opinion, but it's not going to benefit you if your story lacks cohesion, lacks clarity and lacks direction if you get to the end of the first draft. It does not matter if you finish, if it lacks those three major and vital components. Number four, feeling uninspired. Again, this is something that happens to every type of writer, but I think pantsers really go off their inspiration. They really go off their gut so much that this is more detrimental to them. The second I feel like I can't execute the story, that's the second I stop executing it. That kind of happened with my first novel, The Sweep. I felt like I was doing so much editing, spending so much time in the editing phase. I was really giving my all to this novel that I just simply couldn't do it anymore. And I was feeling uninspired. And so I went out and I produced the book. And do I think if I had sat on it and let it mature, it could have been better? The subplots could have been stronger. The romance could have been more believable. Yes, absolutely. But I also wouldn't have wrote a book that sort of predicted a global pandemic and accomplished it in that time frame. So everything does happen for a reason. That was not my point in discussing feeling uninspired. How can you feel inspired whenever you're sort of beaten down by your work? You feel like you're spending too much time in the editing phase. You feel like you kind of lack the entire vision and as a result you're left feeling uninspired and unmotivated to work on your story. This could be a sign that you need to take a break from writing this novel. Push it to the back burner for a couple days at first. A couple days may be all that you need. I recently went on a trip to Savannah, Georgia. I took about four days off from writing and it did wonders for me. I came back yesterday and I was able to write last night. And I felt so much more refreshed whenever I approached my writing. And I only needed a couple days off. I didn't need months off. I didn't need to like immediately switch into another story. I just needed a little bit of time off. So simply taking time to rest and recharge and not do writing can be beneficial. It also may be something that you are so burnt out and so uninspired that you do have to switch to another project. And that's totally okay keep your avenues open, but if you feel like it is more of a temporary defeat, take a little bit of time off and come back to it. Number five, subplots. I think plotters can really create some intricate subplots. They have, you know, their plot A all outlined, their plot B all outlined, their plot C all outlined to a T, and it seems very seamless. I think that panzers are the type of people that really know more of The voice and the character to the story and they probably know the main plot like they probably know the climax they probably know the midpoint but they don't really know how to integrate minor characters in to the subplots especially in the first draft so the way that I would approach this is to write the first draft and write the plot from end-to-end perspective because that's going to be the easiest way for you to think and you want your writing process to feel the easiest and most comfortable to you. So don't think that you need to outline the subplots before you start writing, you don't. It's in that second and third draft that you want to sit and think about the subplots. Again, no crazy outlining, just a couple sentences. Just think about integrating your characters in in different ways. Think about ways that the theme can be better presented. Pantsers are more abstract thinkers. It may help if you go from the theme And think about how best do I represent the theme? Can I make the theme stronger if I add a new character? Can I make the theme stronger if I give this minor character a secret? Instead of just telling the information from the protagonist's perspective, does it make sense to have multiple perspectives? You can always change those kinds of things of your story. It's those major events that gets confusing and harder to change in subsequent drafts but you can always give your reader more information in subsequent drafts and you can always take away the information in subsequent drafts. But make sure you have subplots. You cannot only have a main plot and like a slightly minor plot, you need to have multiple subplots to make your story really strong and that's something I'm really trying for in my next novel and in my current work in progress. Number six, Cohesion. I think this is the least of the Pancers problems, which is why I kept it at number six. And I know a lot of people will disagree with me, but I do think pantsers have that good overarching end-to-end perspective type of mind. I think we can very easily see through the distance. We can see all the way to the tippy top of the mountain. And that's why I think we are naturally cohesive people. However, once again, when you aren't thinking things through, you are going to have the tendency to miss things. You're going to have the tendency to make those intuitive leaps that make sense in your brain, but may not make sense to other people. And I do this in my podcast all the time. I say something and people don't understand how I got from point A to point C because they don't see point B. Point B was something I just realized internally, forgot to say it to people, thought everyone would realize it, and that's not the case. And I think there are arguments for, is that a really smart thing or is that a really dumb thing? I think there's arguments for both sides of it because it can be really smart because maybe you are realizing what other people don't realize, but it can also be really dumb because you aren't presenting the information in a way that is accessible to all people. But again, that's not the point. See, this is why I'm a pantser. The point is to have cohesive writing. And when you have a breakdown in your cohesive writing, what do you do? You do a big picture edit. You do not compartmentalize. This was an issue I had faced in the past. Whenever my work was not cohesive, I thought I needed to really break down every chapter and get into this overwhelming level of detail. That does not work for me, that just overwhelms me. What works instead for me is to read the chapter in its entirety and then go back and fix the chapter in its entirety. It does not benefit me to dwell on the same sentences or same paragraphs for hours at a time it it just does not benefit me to do that i will get better clarity and cohesion on my work if i work more consistently at a more level piece instead of doing like a deep dive per section sometimes it benefits me to read multiple chapters in a row so i can better see that end-to-end perspective so i can see what happens in chapters 1 through 4 and i can see the breakdown in it in it and why it's not cohesive it might be because i need to add some more dialogue in this scene it might be it might be because there needs to be a reaction scene and there's too much action here whatever it is i can usually realize it if i can read couple chapters at a time rather than rather than just zoning in on one paragraph or zoning in on one page. And this was the sixth biggest problems pantsers face and how to fix them. Let me know what you thought of this episode by following Turn Right Pod on Twitter and commenting about it. Are you a pantser or a plotter? Hopefully this episode will help you um, continue to write your novel and write it in a better and easier way. Again, this was just based on my own personal experience. Thanks for listening. As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying, and I'll talk to you on our next road trip.